Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast that discusses faith, family, fitness, finances, and future possibility in the hopes of inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon is going to join me as we have a conversation with fitness coach and owner of the business Priority Fitness, Chad Austin. Now, Chad is going to share with us his story of going from college athlete to physical education coach to professional fitness coach for adults and how he's written books and helped so many other people. The reason why he's doing this, though, isn't just to make money, because that is his business, of course, but he's doing this because he firmly believes that if we're going to succeed in life, in those other circles of life that we've talked about, faith, family, finances, and future possibility, you got to have your fitness linked in as an integral part of your life and your lifestyle. And we believe that too. That's why fitness is right smack in the middle. You got to take care of that temple, which is your body. So sit back and relax. Actually, even better, if you're on that treadmill right now or you're on a walk, keep listening, keep walking, keep running, whatever that case may be. As we have this conversation with Chad about why fitness should become a priority in your life and become an integral part of how you live every single day. Here we go. All right. Hey, Brandon, welcome back to your own show and I uh, hope things are going well in Corpus Christi, Texas. How are you doing? I think they're going well. I'm inside, but I can run outside real quick and check if you want me to. Yeah, we, we got a friend to talk to today. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will let me know if it's going bad out there. I won't go. <laughs> Twitter before you get out there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the sky's falling. Well, uh, sorry. There's a group of bears right outside the door. That'd be impossible. That would actually be very impressive because they're... Yeah. Bears in South Texas. It's not a thing. I don't, I hope. Not anymore. No, they got hunted down quite a bit. I'll check. Yeah. Yeah. Backpacking in Texas. That's one of the things I look at. Like, what about bears? None. Okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're in Big Ben, but that's not important. What is important? There you go. We have Chad Austin on with us. He's calling in from Kansas, uh, near Kansas City, and he is the owner of Priority Fitness. He's got a few books out. He's even uh, published a book recently um, during the, the, COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, so we're going to take a deeper dive into, you know, why fitness is important for us to live a, a purposeful, fulfilled life. Uh, what is the the integral part that fitness plays in our lives and, um, you know, how his platform helps us. So, uh, Chad, how are you doing? Great. Thank you guys for having me on the show today. Oh, it's our pleasure to have you on. Um, so we got in touch through Internet Valet. I always love to give them a shout out because uh, Tom Schwab and I, unlike Brandon, have had a, a photo of us with Renee Zellweger. <laughs> and um, the inside scoop on that is Brandon's like the, the hugest fake fan of Renee Zellweger. But um, what's yeah. our second? She year? and I used to date and it's a long story, but we'll get into it later. <laughs> but we used to ask our uh, guests like six degrees of separation, fact or fiction, like how are you connected to Renee Zellweger? And then you would have to either tell us a true story or a fake one. And then Brandon would have to guess if that was a real story or not. And it was like the weirdest, dumbest game we played for two years. <laughs> and I think Brandon still hasn't called. Still hasn't. I know. It's, apparently this thing didn't work. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah. 
but if anything, it, it solidified our friendship with Tom Schwab. <laughs> so, That's true. Uh, yeah, Podcast Movement 19, uh, he and I took a photo of our arms. Just, uh, now, our listeners can't see this, but I'm putting my, my right arm out, and Tom put his left arm out, and then we superimposed Renee Zellweger in post-production into the photo. Um, so we're, we're trying to convince folks it's real, but they can tell it's not. So. <laughs> Anyway, that's also not why we have chat on. <laughs> uh, so you've been doing uh, fitness training and coaching since 2003. Uh, what was it that got you into that work in the first place? Uh, well, actually, I was a athlete in college, and I was a PE teacher first. And so training is actually a career change for me. And so uh, I was kind of in between teaching jobs and stumbled across personal training, and it just kind of ended up being a better fit. And so I've been doing that ever since. I think I've always just been – uh, I think uh, being athletic and loving sports got me into fitness and then also caring about myself and managing my own anxiety, depression, and things like that is kind of what really dug me in deeper. Uh, so I've been doing it for about 15 years now in Kansas City. I was a strength coach and athletic coach before that for a few years, and uh, I have my own gym for five years now. I love the connection between the overall mental health and physical health that it's not really just about looking good or feeling good it's about your overall health and and how you approach it with the the just fighting against excuses so tell us a little bit about what made you think that you were the guy that could really help people get past their excuses in that sense Uh, i think part of the reason is it's one of those things where uh once you become a coach, you become a better student or once you become a better <laughs> coach, you become a better athlete. I think it's a lot of it is my own evolving as a person. And so I, I learned kind of how I was holding myself back so much o- over time. And um, it's just something that kind of evolved. And so I, as a trainer, um, I just kind of realized, you know, if people come to us as when you're a personal trainer, people come to you fueled by short term motivation. And so there's something they're coming to you because there's something coming up that they want to yeah. get, you know, we're an instant gratification society right now. <laughs> and so, and I think I just, I evolved as a trainer because I, I helped so many of my clients reach these short-term goals only to eventually find out that they're just temporary results. And so after a few years of going through that, um, I definitely got to a point where I realized that things need to change. I'm not really doing my job. And so I, so I kind of realized that it, the true purpose of a personal trainer or a fitness professional is to help people get long-term success. And that my phrase, make fitness a priority, that is what I believe that it means. And so helping people get long-term success and make fitness a priority in their lives, just like they do with their family, their career, their faith. Um, I think when you learn that, you, that uh, you know, fitness is always the thing that we – we put off, we plan to get later. And so that's yeah. when fitness is really in our, in our lives. Fitness is when the excuses are, have a spotlight on them. We can always find a, re- a reason to put fitness off until later. And, but what we do is we give ourselves a disservice because if we put ourselves first and make fitness a priority and find out how it fits in our lives, every other priority in our life gets better. And so it's just finding that balance and figuring out how, uh, how you can help yourself and get and make yourself put yourself first to make it a priority. I like how you put that because if you get fit, then you're a better father, husband, daughter, sister, employee, whatever you want to be, you will be better at that because you're physically and mentally fit. 
Yeah. And I, I think when people realize that, I mean, I've seen as I kind of changed my approach and I started seeing how my clients can realize that once I started making these things habits and it's not just something that you're doing temporarily, we're not trying to get you, we're not putting you on a 12 week program because in 12 weeks you have a wedding. And so we're trying to <laughs> work as hard as possible to lose all these weight, know that eventually that it's all going to be over. And it's not going to keep going. So you feel great for your wedding, but then we're going to go back to your your reality and put all this weight back on and make you feel depressed and miserable again. So making it to where it's your goal is not just because of an event coming up, but your goal is because you want to feel better. You want to look better longer. How do you determine when you have a, a new person come to you and say, you know, I really maybe I do have a wedding in three or four weeks and I need to starve myself or whatever. How do you determine whether you're going to work with that person or not or get them on your plan? Well, having a short, I think short term goals are awesome. And so whatever gives you motivation is awesome. And so we all have short term goals and so we all have something that's going to get ourselves a, a kick in the butt and get us started. But I've just learned. And so I tell people and I tell I, I, I have, you know, books now and I have I mean, Priority Fitness was was inspired by Med, Priority Fitness's name, my studio. It was inspired by my books. And so I, we have a big story. And so when I tell when I hear people tell me about their goals coming up and I tell them how we're going to reach their goals. But then I tell them the second part of this is digging deeper and figuring out how this is going to fit long term. And because that's what we are about is helping people with long term success. I think everybody has short term goals that are going to help you uh, increase your motivation, increase your action. But if but it's very important if you don't want it to just be temporary, it's very important to dig a little deeper and make this a uh, long term success. And so makes it much easier to to keep up with too if you want to set that long term goal in 5 years or 10 years or 20 years whatever it is i'm a runner and i love when people tell me well, i don't like to run or i can't run it's like well if a bear was chasing you you would figure out how to run so it just depends on what your motivation is not be eaten or <laughs> you want to just be healthier yeah, so, I've definitely had to learn how to change my relationship with certain things like that. I know I, I actually like running. It's kind of a form of meditation for me uh, and a chance for me to really uh, connect with myself, I think. But I think a lot of people I've heard are fitness professionals that will admit that they hate doing cardio, but they, they have a better relationship than they used to with cardio because they think of it differently. They think of it as the, the that's what's going to help them get their results or help them get the, make themselves feel better. So tell us a little bit about the, the fitness, the, the gym, how priority fitness had, had become a thing and then just kind of how you use that to reach more people. Well, priority fitness, it's a small personal training studio. And so there's no gym memberships. It's just, it's just a personal training in the client. And uh, so that's, that was the first thing that um, got me to it. So it was just uh, more just between the trainer and client, but I think when I when I opened Priority Fitness, it was about the time I was making the book. But I think I just found that, I mean, we're, we're in kind of an uphill battle right now as fitness. We're in the middle of a big fight right now as fitness professionals between our desire for our clients to get long-term success and our clients' desire for instant gratification. And it just seemed like all over the place, there are so many predators out there that are constantly putting out more material about how we can get fast results. I mean, there's just so much evidence of it everywhere with your six-week programs or things promising fast results with little or no effort on your part. I mean, just if you go and, and when you check out in the grocery line, when you're waiting six feet apart from everybody right now and you have to wait forever, just glance at the, at the magazines. 
all the headlines are going to pop out to you are about fitness and they're about how fast in, in two weeks we're going to take two inches off your waist or in, in a week we're going to make you fit in these jeans again or you know it's always about fast promises of results with no with and i wanted to change that narrative because that's not what fitness is supposed to be about and we, we're supposed to make this a long-term thing so we can make it a, you can we can make it a, a part of your life and how and, and improve your quality of life and so that's really what priority fitness means and uh, that's what why we uh, kind of built the foundation and so it's turned in it started with the studio and a book and it's turned into three books now and a big make fitness a priority community that's awesome. I had a, a personal trainer years back that kind of got me started. And I said, is there a way to maybe do this a whole lot faster, maybe drop like 30 pounds to get better at the running and stuff? And he just as straight as he could be, he said, yeah, it's called crack. It, it's bad for you long term, but it will help you lose a lot of weight quickly. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, other than that, what do we do? And, and a lot of that is not in the gym. I'll, most of that is outside the the gym or working out or or running or anything like that it's it's the nutritional side and the mental side that keep you long-term fit i think so what what have you found as far as like people who get started they get on your plan how do you eventually get them going on their own what what keys would you give someone to just do all of this themselves stay with us we'll be right back and now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Well, I, I think that's one, one lesson I think uh, every personal trainer, that if you're going to really make an impact as a personal trainer, eventually you have to learn that fitness is not one size fits all. Right. And so what worked for somebody else isn't going to work for everybody. And what worked for you in the past isn't may not work for you now. And so I think really about what's good, what makes you a good personal trainer, makes you a good fitness professional is helping someone figure out how fitness best fits in your life. And so it's different for everybody. People can, a lot of people have kind of their own perception of what personal training is. My, my dad, who's uh, uh, in his, 70s right now it, it took so long for me being a trainer before he would let me be met me train him and help him uh because he had this perception that it was going to be body bodybuilding and type of stuff and uh, for him that his goal is completely different is really just to move move pain-free move and feel great and be active and so a lot of people that's their goal some people it's weight loss some people it's uh some athletic event uh, but figuring and it's always going to change as your life goes on but figuring out how fitness best fits in your life is really what it's about. And so it's, it's, I have clients that have stayed with me forever. I have, I have clients that have come in and been with me just for a little, little bit, but really my goal is just helping them figure out how fitness fits in their life. And so it's long term, and that's how I make an impact. 
I love that because too many times we're like, well, I joined a gym. I've been a gym member for 20 years, but I look exactly like I did 20 years ago. Well, then that's a waste of money. And I know one of the excuses I hear sometimes is, well, personal trainers are expensive. So how do you counter that uh, kind of perception of the public that personal trainers are expensive? A lot of, I mean, someone that says that, they probably know of at least one case that is that way. And that's their story. They're saying for all personal trains, it's like, that's what we do. We have a story. We make our, our own stories. And then, and that's, it's really a way It's a form of making another excuse. But I mean, there's all kinds of fitness options out there and some cost more than others. But there's a whole bunch of options out there that are free. My make fit and we, I have options that cost money, but I also have options that are free. We have a make fitness a priority community. I just, this earlier today, I got done doing my boot camp. That was a hybrid model now because of COVID. So we had uh, uh, six people there at the studio in person. And then we had six people online, one person joining us from Ireland. Uh, so it's afternoon there for him. But uh, that's something we do every Saturday morning. And, uh, and we have a fitness events. And so we have personal training and we have partner training. And so we, we try to adapt to everybody. Our goal is to help as many people as we can and make the most fitness professionals. That's their goal. We are, we are in this profession because we want to help people. That's who we are. And so, I mean, there's, there's always some versions that are more expensive, but there's, there's, there's something out there for you, no matter what your budget is. So you just have to look and don't let that be your story that, Oh, I can't do it. It's too expensive. You're, there's options out there for you. So in picking that trainer, what would you tell somebody? It's like, how, how would I find that trainer that's really best for me? Because like you said, not every workout's for everybody, but not every trainer's for everybody either. Yeah. Well, there, there's uh, when I'm looking for a program, there's two red flags I always tell people about. And so one of them I kind of already mentioned is that uh, it, be- it begins with the end in mind. And so that's one big red flag. So if you're looking for a program and you see like a six-week program, or a 12-week program. So if you know on day one when the last day is going to be, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And so like, and so there, unless there's, if there's something built in there where they're helping you kind of figure out what's next, and so you're not just, so you're, you have a plan where this is going to keep going, um, then, then it's well. But if, it's, if it doesn't have that, then you're setting yourself up for just short-term success. And no one wants that if, they, if they're really honest with themselves. The other one, the other one would be, that it's the same program for everybody. That's another big red flag. If, if, if every single person that does a program, no matter what their schedule is like, no matter what their fitness level is, no matter you know um, how old they are, no matter any of these different variables that we all have, if everyone's doing the exact same thing, then I mean, it's, that's not a recipe for success. So I, I have a six-week workbook. That's my second book I wrote. And uh, it's, it's, it's a six-week workbook, but... Uh, our goal is not to get people to, to work people as hard as possible in six weeks or get, or get you the most results in six weeks. The whole plan is it's set up to be the first six weeks. And so in that six-week program, it's designed to help you figure out how fitness best fits in your life so then you can keep doing it long-term. And so that's really, if you're looking for something, if you can see yourself doing this long-term or if you're, if you're um, in, um, attracted to this because of instant gratification, because you, I mean, we, that's, we, we, we want to look and feel better and we have a big desire for that at certain times. And so, and that can, that can cloud even the smartest person's judgment, but I would just have you take a, a second, just really ask yourself and in six weeks, well, in 12 weeks and six months, will I still be doing this? Is this going to help me then? And, I would imagine the success rate with 
those people is so much higher than I have a wedding in June and I need to look this way and fit into this dress or whatever that the people that want to make this a lifestyle rather than just a diet or quick change are the most successful in that. Yeah. And, uh, and there's no, there's no shame in uh, uh, having a short-term goal, like a reunion or a vacation or a, or a wedding to change your life. It's right. just, I mean, you can turn everything like that into a positive. Maybe that wasn't the, the, maybe you didn't open the door with long-term aspirations. It was more about feeling better as soon as you could, but it doesn't mean it can't turn into a long-term thing. And so it's, but I would all, that's, that's the thing. If you, if you're tired of being on the roller coaster, starting over all the time, I mean, that, that's really, that's painful as a trainer to see your clients go through that. And so, and that's just something that takes a while. We all get better in our professions as we grow. That's something that took me a few years to really have to go through um, seeing that to be able to kind of realize uh, how I can better be impactful. But uh, we all go through the, if we get on these, the wrong program and we don't have the right intentions, or if we don't have the, that moment of thinking about what's next, then what's next is going to be nothing. And then we're just going to lose all those results. And so that's an important thing. I always tell people, I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with six week programs or 12 week programs or anything like that either. Even the best athletes in the world, you know, they don't train as hard as they can year round, but they have seasons. And they have plans. And so they know it's before one thing that they're doing is over. Before it's over, they know what they're doing next. And so that's an important tool for everyone that wants this to be long term to figure out in themselves that they always have to know what's next. I mean, maybe you don't work out as hard, but you still should know when you're going to work out, how hard you're going to work out and what you're going to be doing. And so you need to know what. I just want to take a quick moment to share with you a free tool we give out to our listeners called Measure It to Make It. Our episodes talk a lot about future possibility, about what life can be and where you can take your life. Whatever that is for you, we want you to have a tool to be able to write it down, make it clear on tablets in a sense, as they say in the Bible. Because when you have your plan, your goals written out, Clearly, succinctly, you have a variety of tools at your disposal that you can reference all the time. The first thing is being able to measure your progress. That's why the tool is called Measure It to Make It. Because if you're able to measure where you are and see where it is in relation to where you're going, you get an idea of where your progress is. The other thing is you can identify guardrails. Guardrails are the things that you absolutely will do to pursue your dream as well as the things you absolutely won't do while you're pursuing your dream. And these guardrails help keep you on your path out of the rut as you pursue that success. So go to beyondtherut.com slash goals, download it for free. You have the option to sign up for our newsletter, but that's not required. This is totally for free. No gimmicks, no catch. We're not going to sign you up for a webinar, then ask for a thousand dollars, at least not yet. Uh, in any case, it's a free tool. It's called Measure It to Make It. It's uh, a few pages that are just going to walk you through. How do I identify and clarify my purpose, my calling? And then what are those steps to get me there? So again, that is beyondtherut.com slash goals. Go download it while you continue to listen to this episode. Now back to the show. Awesome. And people can get into your groups on Facebook and and follow that uh, boot camp on Saturdays, or is, is that a, an open group kind of thing? Yes, it is. And so, uh, makefitnessapriority.com is uh, my main website, and uh, Make Fitness a Priority is where you can find me. So, I have Make Fitness a Priority on Facebook, I have Make Fitness a Priority on Instagram. 
uh, and our meetup group is that our, our group started as, as a meetup group, but it's uh, Make Fitness a Priority is the name of that too. And uh, that's where you can find us. But we have uh, Saturday workouts always every week that are free, but we always constantly try to put more stuff in there. So our, basically our group is, it's a, it's a group for fitness enthusiasts that are people it's a group for fitness enthusiasts run by fitness professionals or health and fitness professionals so i i started it with the chiropractor we have massage therapist physical therapist nutrition i have my fiance is a financial planner but she's really she's a real financial trainer but she's also she's a really a transition specialist so she helps people with change just like and so that fits with what we do too it's really personal training is helping people with behavioral change and so uh, but we have tons of people that uh help with their expertise to help people make long-term success. And the only prerequisite is that you have a desire to improve your quality of life. And so, but you can find us, Make Fitness a Priority basically is where you can find us everywhere. And uh, the Make Fitness a Priority, we have a Priority Fit Camp Live is our Saturday workout, but that is something that's a hybrid. So no matter where you are, you can join us with that at 8 a.m. Central every Saturday. Uh, we love seeing new people come in and it's always a, a great workout that's um, it's uh, modified for everybody. And so it's uh, no matter what fitness level you are, you'll be able to do it. And we also have a fitness tip that we give every week at it too. So I would encourage everyone to check that out because I know there's people, it's like, well, I hadn't worked out in 50 years or 10 years or I'm this much over or whatever. It's like, just, just give it a shot because you, you won't change by making an excuse, but you could change if you just take that first step. And, and check it out and see what you can do. What do you think is the, the biggest reason people quit that process of just real change? Maybe they've been in it for a month or six weeks and they're, they're just not motivated to keep going. What, what is that reason that we quit? I mean, our, our motivation um, year, year round, it's hard to keep your motivation as high as it can, it can be. You're always going to have spurts where you don't, I mean, even you're going to always going to have spurts where you don't want to work out and, and everything we do, there's going to be days we don't want to do it, but we, so we have, but if, in order for it to get long-term success, we have to be able to dig deeper and understand on, on those days, we have to be able to dig deeper and remember why we're doing it. If we don't know why you're doing it, then you're not going to be, if you don't know why you're making sacrifices <laughs> or why you're going through stuff, then you're not going to go through it very long. And so when we, uh, and so it could be, but there's a lot of reasons that people kind of fall off. If you're, I mean, when, if when you quit something or you fall off of something and you just kind of get off track, um, it's always easy to get back on track, but it, it, there's so many reasons we use it could, sometimes it's just, we get bored. Sometimes we're just tired. Sometimes we're just, you know, a lot, but a lot of times when people quit, it's because they get bored. And so, uh, to address that real quick, um, my, in my profession, before I became a trainer, when I was a teacher, my cooperating teacher gave me a lesson I still use today to help with this getting bored problem. Uh, so I, I was student teaching, I was student treating, I was a K through six. And so I was making a lesson plan for second grade tag, right? And um, after about three months of student teaching, I'd completely used up all of my brain power to come up with a new tag game. And I told my cooperating teacher, I, I don't know what to do today. And she said, if, she said, if you just change one little thing, those kids will think it's a completely different game. And I swear I've used that every day in training. It's like my clients will, the, even the ones that have been with me for 10 years, they'll say they feel like they've never gotten the same workout. But really, it, 
they really have. I've just changed the variables. And so I, I, I mean, there's so many ways you can make your, your workout different and your, and you'll feel like it's completely different. I mean, instead of doing dumbbells, you use barbells or bands or cables, or you can use body weight instead of training, instead of doing a uh, chest on Monday, we all know chess is international uh, Monday's international chess day. You can do something else that day, or you can, instead of doing a, pers- or a resistance training workout, you can go do a group workout or go, you know, do a workout outside or some, or so there's so many ways you can make it different, but that's what I would do. If, if you're, if a lot of times if you're getting bored, since you've been doing the same thing for far too long for your body's adapted to it. So you're not getting results anymore anyway. And if you stop getting results, you're definitely not going to be motivated to do it. And so I would just change things to so find two or three different ways you can change what you're doing. And that'll kind of help get your motivation and get you back in the routine. That's great advice because sometimes we think, well, I'm just going to do this every day. And especially as a personal trainer, you're like, I don't wake up every morning wanting to work out. It's like my why is what drags me out of bed. But same thing with diet. We, uh, I want to lose weight, so I'm only going to eat lettuce. Well, that's not going to last very long before you're just bored out of your mind with food. So you have to change up some things and, and not be too strict that you're not willing to look outside that, that rut, so to speak. Yeah, I think in nutrition, just as much as uh, as uh, what you do for personal training, it's you know I, I've always hated the word diet, and so I, I know diet doesn't have to be a bad word, but that's one of those things to me. I always I always think diet is restricting and it's going to be horrible and <laughs> it's never going to last very long. And so I think anytime you do restrict something, that's going to put a lot of restrictions on you, especially restricting things you love. It's not going to last very long, and so that's always a, that's always something I make sure. I have a new client that um, um, it's something they could do long-term also. And so I don't ever think of what you're eating or your nutrition plan as a diet. It's, it's your meal plan. It's your nutrition plan. It's, but don't ever use the word diet because it's just putting a negative context on what you're doing. And so it's already put it, setting yourself up to fail from the beginning. <laughs> and you need those cheats. You know, every once in a while, you got to eat that muffin or the brownie or whatever it is. Just make sure that's a, a small part. That's the exception, not the rule, and you'll be okay. But I'm like you. If I'm only focused on what I can't have, then that's what I'm going to focus on. And and it drives you crazy because you feel like you're being cheated all the time. So what, what would you uh, do as far as somebody coming in, they're getting personal training, they feel like they're really making a difference, and and they're not getting bored, they're starting to change. How do you keep that person motivated, not just changing the, the workout necessarily, but how do you teach them to set longer term goals? Maybe the goal was a wedding in two months or six months. How do you move them from instant gratification to long term looking at it in that sense? I think it starts with uh, digging deeper. And so I think it's what it's really important to acknowledge and celebrate the victories. But but then to not get satisfied. Um, I think, uh, I don't know what self-talk or a self-development speaker, someone that's, uh, that I've listened to recently that has a very blunt, direct uh, uh, delivery. But, but uh, he talked about uh, Bruce Springsteen's song, uh, Glory Days. And a lot of times, if you want to get yourself stuck in the water, then uh, just focus on, on past victories. And just and just keep celebrating those over and over again. And so, but his story was about how he went back to his hometown and went to his local bar and uh, the high school 
um, star quarterback or whatever was was still there, still telling the same stories and was and was drunk and still hitting on the waitress. And so he hasn't left. He's just in the same spot, still living those glory days. And I think uh, in everything we do, whether it be our fitness goals or anything, we can get stuck like that and just and, and get satisfied in a way. And so then I think if you keep focusing on what you want to celebrate the victories, but then you want to always ask yourself, what can I do next? How can I keep getting better? Um, um, but I think that's, uh, that's something that I've always tried to do is just always, uh, look at what's next and, uh, but make sure you take some time to appreciate what you already did. Cause you earned that. Right. I always feel really bad about that guy too. Cause I think every small town has him. Yeah. You, know, you peaked at 17. That's kind of sad, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> more like me peak at 25. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And everything's different. You know, the way you work out at 20 is completely different than 40 or like your dad in your 70s. It's like you have different goals. So you have to adjust that. You don't need to bench press 350 pounds. You need to work on mobility and flexibility and things like that. Everybody's a little different. So I love the concept of not one plan for everybody. It's a plan for you. Yeah, I think that that's a lesson that we have to learn as we age, too, because I mean, I think a lot of times when we say we don't have time, uh, what that really means for a lot of people is I don't have time to work out like I used to. We always have that bar in our head of when we were in a great shape of our life. But it was really that was the time for most of us when we had tons of time and we would go work out for an hour and a half, two hours, five, six days a week. And it probably as you get for most people there, it as you get older, that does not make sense anymore. You have a job, you have a, you keep growing in your job. You have a family, you keep growing in your family, you have other responsibilities. And if you try to force that old fitness routine you had to fit, then it's going to throw the balance off of everything. And so, I mean, it's really, it, it doesn't, if you're doing less than you were before, it doesn't mean it's less of a priority or less important to you. It means it just means you're doing what fits in your life now. And that's what that's what making fitness a priority means. And that, that's a hard lesson I think everyone has to learn. I mean, I, I still have the bar in my head of when I could compare myself to the NFL players at their combine. Like I could do more than that, and I, I can't do. But I can't work out like that anymore. I haven't been able to for five, ten years. I, even if I and if I force it, if I try to force myself to work out that much then it just throws a wrench and messes up the balance of my relationships and mess up the balance of my job and everything else. And so it's, it's more about finding out what best fits in your life now. And so that, that's something that we constantly have to be asking ourselves. And I bet that correlates over to the, our other priorities in our life too, is what we're doing for that part of our life. That priority, does it fit in our life now? Right. And like you were saying at the grocery store, you see these magazines, some of these people, that's what they did for a living. Basically, they got paid to work out for eight hours a day or 10 hours a day and have a personal chef. And so, of course, their results were better in six weeks because that's all they did. But yeah. if you dug into like their relationships and their life, you would probably find some major holes there because that's all they did for that period of time. But we're seeking balance in our life. And the only way to do that is to prioritize what you really want in life. And uh, I, like I said, I've had a personal trainer before that was like, this isn't a priority for you. Or you wouldn't miss workouts. You wouldn't, you know, take next week off. You wouldn't have an excuse. If this was a priority, it would be real and it'd be visible to everybody looking at it. Just like your, your marriage, your relationships, your 
family and everything else, your priorities, everybody's got the same amount of time. What are your priorities? What do you want to be? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think he's spot on with that. <laughs> so what do you do when you're not working out, when you're not talking nutrition and exercise and making people better? What, what kind of fun things do you like to do? Uh, well, I'm a huge sports fan. And so uh, and I've, I've recently been trying to combine uh, those two passions, fitness and sports with more and more stuff. And so, um, but, uh, always a sports fan. I'm like, I love to travel. My fiance is in, uh, Palm Springs right now. Uh, so, uh, um, their one and only, uh, short vacation for during COVID. COVID's kind of taken away a lot of, vac- a lot of the travel, uh, passions for people this year. Um, but, um, but I'm, I'm a, a lover of all music and entertainment and everything too. And so I, but anything, uh, anything that brings positivity to my life, I'm all about, but for the, the sports and fitness, I just recently, um, as a huge sports fan, this is the, fir- the first time and first October ever where we've had all sports going on at once. And so I don't know if you guys <laughs> are big sports fans or not, but it's been like a dream come true for me to have <laughs> made the NFL start, but at the same time, the NBA playoffs and the baseball playoffs, WNBA playoffs, all these things going on at once. Uh, but I used to do something all the time where during March Madness, where I, where I made keep fitness a priority during March Madness, where it was like March Madness came in, we had all these basketball games. And so it meant a lot of setting, <laughs> setting missing our workouts and we burn about one calorie a minute every time we set in the when we're setting. That's why people have sedentary jobs. They have to, they already have an uphill battle already from everybody else right off the bat. Uh, but so the sports fan fitness league I made, it's a group you can find through my uh, Facebook page and make fitness priority. Um, but it's, it's free for everybody, but it, it's just private group you have to join, but I just make sports themed workouts. And so it's something that you would do good during the game time. So I'll set up, I've done a whole bunch of them already between for uh, football, uh, for, I just made one for tennis, uh, it's made them for hockey and I'll have some for, uh, uh, games tomorrow for NFL. Uh, but it just, there'll be something that you just follow the exercise, follow the rules. And as the game goes on, so I have two different kinds I've made so far. I have game time workouts where it's something that's interactive and you do it as the game goes on. And I have break a sweat workouts where it's like a circuit and you do every commercial break. And so most oh, wow. are about two minutes long. And so that'd be like two minutes. Uh, every five minutes or something like mm-hmm. that. So it ended up being about a 20, 30 minute workout by the end. But if you compare that to the, you know, one calorie minute for the three hours of <laughs> game, you know, it, it's helping us fight back against the, the battle of having everything going on at once right now. And so. That's good. And, and you know, there's going to be commercials. So if you're eating yeah. some queso dip and drinking some beers, watching the game, that's a good way to balance out those bad calories you're getting and, and burn a few calories. I, I've, I've, most people have gotten on board and really like this, but then I, the people that aren't sports fans have been harassing me. Like my my, my uh, fiance uh, doesn't really watch. I only watch the sports fans when she's when sports games when she's supporting me. But she's <laughs> a big Bachelor franchise franchise uh, fan, so I think when that that starts back up, I'll make a, a humorous. Uh, bachelor game time workout. <laughs> there you go. Well, they've got all kinds of drinking games for the presidential yeah. debates and all kinds of things. So you could do a workout plan for those kind of things. Someone interrupt someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do 25 pushups. Every time somebody interrupts, you'll be in great shape in the end of the hour and a half. <laughs> 
Well, awesome. Thanks a lot for joining us. And uh, we'll point everybody to that Facebook page group and uh, put that in the show notes. But what's one final piece of advice you would give somebody that maybe they've been listening the whole time and they still have that one excuse? What, what would you tell them to do next? As soon as this podcast is over, what should they do next? Well, I'd say uh, for what to do next, I would just know that that um, just to change your story, the heaviest weight in the gym for most people is the front door. So sometimes just getting started is what it takes. And so just change your story and stop, change the story you're telling yourself. For whatever reason you're telling yourself you can't do it, that's not true. It's just the story you're telling yourself. And so changing that narrative. And uh, on, uh, but the, this is the final piece of advice before you leave. I want to make sure that I think the one thing I try to finish with with all these all these shows I do is I let people know that. No part of making fitness a priority it, um, means you have to be perfect. And so you're going to fail over and over again. And that's one thing that people try to put on fitness, especially with, on New Year's resolutions time, which I make it where once you fail, it's over. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that, that stat that's at six weeks into the year, 90% of people have failed. And I could, if you haven't failed yet, you're going to. I mean, you're <laughs> coming. So, I mean, I think that's just a ridiculous stat because fitness is not, I mean, your, your story, your fitness journey doesn't end when you fail. It stops, it, it fa- you stop when you stop trying to get back up and get back on track. And so, but it's, it's about it, what does it, what defines you is how you respond to the failure. So every time you fall off track or if you miss a workout or if you eat something you didn't intend to, and you're trying to beat yourself up for it, what matters is how you respond and how you get back on track. So that, that's what I would like to lead people with. That's awesome. Well, we really appreciate you coming on and people want to check it out, go to the website, but you also have a special free gift for the listeners of this show. If you want to get a hold of this, tell us how we can do that. Yeah. Um, my first book. And so I have three books that make fitness a priority, how to win the fight against your excuses, the six week workbook I talked about. And then one we did during pandemic, is uh, 30 tips to make, to make fitness a priority where you just do one tip at a time. Um, but you can get my first book for free, a, a, copy, a copy of that book by going to beatyourexcuses.com. So beatyourexcuses.com and you can just and you can get my first book for free. But that, if you're trying to get started, if you are inspired by this and you want to get started, that's a good place to start. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. You'll go get that, check it out, and uh, it should be fairly easy to remember because you know you got excuses. So it's just about beating those excuses and and starting something. Go do something. So we really appreciate you joining us today. Now, thanks for having me on. Now, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 241. There you'll find a link to Chad's website, to some of his books, and some of the past episodes we've recorded related to fitness. Now, the best way you can pay us back is to pay us forward. So share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. It's the holidays. Maybe it's not the holidays. It depends on when you're listening to this episode for the first time. But by paying us forward, you're helping us get our message out there about how you can live a fulfilled life in those areas of faith, family, fitness, finance, and future possibility. Now, we're so glad you joined us this week, and we look forward to joining you again next week. But until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care.
You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.